everybody needs beauty as well as bread. Places to play in and pray in, where nature may heal and cheer, and give strength to the body and soul alike. We could see it in the distance. As my brother Andrew and I sat on the ferry, slowly crossing the 56 miles across Lake Superior, we could see in the distance what we've been talking about for more than a year. The island slowly rose up in front of us, this massive, rugged, beautiful island in the middle of Lake Superior. Forty miles long, six miles wide, it was a bastion of wildness, a place where more visitors in a weekend went to Yosemite than visited Isle Royale National Park. As we approached the island closer, we could see the inlets and the harbors and the basins and the coves. As we entered onto the land, began five days in the midst of this incredible wild atmosphere, where moose roamed wild and the wolves still lived, having crossed over decades before on the icy lake. Up and down to the top of the Greenstone Ridge we climbed, into inland lakes so small and yet so large that one of the lakes held the biggest island and the biggest lake in the world. It was full of just unbelievable promise, trails upon trails we tracked through, and we swam in the inland lakes, and we sat in the harbors and reflected on the beauty that surrounded us. At this nightfall on our trip, we would lay in silence listening to the sounds around the island, the sounds of the animals, the sounds of silence. We were in a place far away from home and yet fully connected to those and to the world around us. As we exited the island after four and a half days, we entered the massive lake. At a little over 50 degrees, we went around the tip on our way to Duncan Narrows where we swam freely in the icy yet crisp waters. We entered into another world and we found ourselves immersed in the beautiful landscape as we gathered berries of many kinds of thimbleberries and blueberries and the last of the strawberries. And we sat and looked out over the sunrises and just amazed ourselves with the sunset. It was an experience that was really early in our lives and actually the second big backpacking experience that we had ever taken. And this time we had to take a ferry to get out to its promise. Hello everyone, this is Dr. Jim Schrader, and we're back again with another edition of Living a Whole Christian Life. Hope everybody's been having a great week. So that last little passage that I recalled was a trip years ago in 2011 that my brother Andrew and I took to Isle Royal National Park. For those of you who have been there, you understand the splendor and the beauty that encompasses this island. And for those who have not, hopefully one day you'll find yourself on these amazing shores. It's really a place where no cars still to this day live or present. It's a place of just isolation and yet stunning beauty. At times you feel like you're on the main coast and at times you know you're in the inner woodlands of the upper Midwest where birch trees are your backdrop and so many different natural features catch the eye. So as we think about today and we talk about moving into continued part of our framework we're going to talk about inlets. And I mentioned in this particular place, there were all sorts of inlets. It was full of basins. 
and harbors and, and coves and just so many different little places that you could rest a while. So while most of us won't find ourselves in actual basins in our everyday life, the reality is that we all need to be developing inlets. And I want to talk about what inlets are because they're so critical in living the whole Christian life and being able to manage the stress and anxiety that comes each day and being able to just find a source of strength. And so I would define an inlet as, again, a source of peace, strength, and renewal that help us sustain a whole life. Now, you might have heard a related term. Of course, we all talk about outlets. And the question is, how do outlets and inlets differ? Well, what I first want to say is there's nothing wrong with outlets because we all need a place to sometimes step away from our daily life. We all need a place to direct our energy towards. And in fact, both inlets and outlets are great places to direct our energy of all sorts of types. They also, again, both serve to remove us from daily stressors. But there are ways that inlets diverge from outlets. And we're going to talk about four major keys of what makes an inlet in your life. So number one, as I kind of mentioned at the beginning, an inlet is a source of strength and renewal that remains even long after we pull the plug. So many of you, for example, probably at times will go out playing cards one night or, or do different things to kind of blow off some steam. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But an inlet's a little bit different, or actually a lot different. An inlet, even long after the activity itself is no longer there, an inlet remains a source of strength, a source of renewal. And it's somewhat mysterious how this happens, but I think we've all experienced it in our lives where you have a particular situation or circumstance or whatever it is that remains with you, I mean, even days and weeks and months and years. In fact, you know, the beginning passage I described at Isle Royale, it's been over 10 years since I've been there. And I can still remember so many details of that experience. As we traversed around 50 miles across the, the hardlands or whatever and trekked our way around there and then, you know, got into a canoe and went around the, uh, the tip right there. There's so many aspects of that that I remember. And to this day, it's not only the recollection of those beautiful moments, although sometimes challenging moments, but it's also the recollection of the sense of just peace that I felt, the sense of being able to take that to wherever I go. In fact, if you ever come to my office one day, spend some time there, you'll look up on my wall right above where my computer is, and there's a huge map of Isle Royale that sits there. And many who come ask about that and just kind of ask in general, especially those who've never considered it or don't even know what it is. And I'll describe a little bit of the adventure, but really, it's, a, it's really wonderful in the way that I can look up and I have the actual backpacking route marked on the map. And I can look up and at any given point, imagine myself at a particular place on that island, even a decade later. And even if the day has been stressful or it's been difficult, in some ways, you know, it's kind of a, a form of guided imagery that we use in psychology. It gives me a sense of peace. It just in some ways, internally makes me smile. So number one, an inlet remains a source of strength and renewal even after we pull the plug, even after the adventure or the experience is long gone. Number two, an inlet encourages us to grow, reflect, and be healthy, not just to remove us from reality. And that's a big key, right? That many, whatever inlets we develop, whatever we cultivate in our life, they're not just there to say, oh gosh, get me out of the stress or you know, remove me from 
what's most difficult. Again, there's nothing wrong with that idea. But the, the idea of an inlet is that as we go through that process, and even sometimes the better and the more we become accustomed to it, the more we learn to grow and kind of reflect, and I would argue that be healthier and be more full in the calls that we have. Now, as I mentioned here about going backpacking, and we'll t- certainly talk more about that throughout the podcast, it's become something that I really absolutely love to do. Initially, it's a hard happiness. And there's a lot of development. There's a lot of things not only that you have to procure to do it, but a lot of kind of understanding about the process. And there's been many times over the years where I thought to myself, there's a lot easier ways to spend a vacation. But I can tell you honestly that every single time I've ever come back from a backpacking experience, which at this point has been fortunately a number of times, I feel a sense of even growth and reflection, um, not just about the experience itself, but much more about even who I am. Because I think that we come to find ourselves most in moments of not just silence, but in moments when we strip away all of the indulgences or all of even what we perceive as necessities. And for me, at least, when I put everything I need on my back and head into the forest. And at that point, my positions, even the roles that I have in everyday life fall away. And I really feel and completely immerse myself in being a child of God. So number three... An inlet increases the gratitude we feel for others in the world instead of potentially sometimes maybe just kind of increasing our disdain or detachment. Again, not every time that we pull away from reality, of course, are we going to feel more disdain. But sometimes, you know, those outlets have a way of just kind of making us feel like, oh, gosh, I've got to go back to work. Oh, you know what? Things are really stressful at home, and I don't think I'm even ready to go back. You know, again, that's, that's very human. And I don't think we should feel guilty for that. I think that maybe there's some things that we should learn from that. But the reality about what I've found with an inlet is that the more I really cultivate these sources of strength, the more I feel really grateful for what I have in my life. And that sense of gratitude isn't a sense of just that it's easy, of course, or not a sense of just that it's something that readily brings me happiness all the time. I think what the gratitude is probably more than anything else is that I am honored enough to be part of this adventure that I call life and that we call life and honored enough to be part of the adventure that my kids and our family call life too. There's so often, I think, in our our family life that, you know, we love our kids and we want the best for them, but we feel run down sometimes by what's going on. And we feel like no matter how hard we try, you know what, we feel ineffective. And... What I love about inlets, what I love about being in a place, and again, it may be a place even in my own house, is that it pulls me back into the recognition that no matter how hard things are, really the best things in life, in fact, are the most difficult. But I feel this great sense of thanks for just being part of this, for having the opportunity sometimes to struggle for things that matter way more than I do. And number four, an inlet helps me in many ways not to only embrace the inevitable struggles of life, but even transcend them. And I'm talking about the struggles that we can't avoid. You know, there's there's no reason, of course, just to draw struggles upon us for the struggle itself. There really is a greater purpose um, that struggles should have. Otherwise, you know, I think we're doing it for the wrong reasons. But our greater purpose isn't always necessarily something that's easy to identify. I mean, even as a child of God, I sometimes think, do I really need to take this on? Am I, am I really following the call that God asked for me? I don't really know. And like I said previously, when I talked about Thomas Merton, you know, dear Lord, I don't know where I'm going and I don't see the road ahead. 
And sometimes I wonder that even if what I'm doing is on the right track, I don't even know. But when I find myself coming back to those sources of strength, the sources of renewal and reflection, I can find that although the struggles remain very real, there's so much more greater meaning that I, I can find from them. And instead of running away from them or avoiding them, if they're really part of this authentic life, if they're really part of what I'm supposed to be doing, then I find myself really working to come through them. You know, we said ways back that when you have a covenant with God and you experience anxiety, but you know that it's a place you need to be, anxiety is not something that we seek to avoid, but rather it's something we seek to work through and transcend and move beyond so that we can find that greater love that we have for our creator. So again, four keys to knowing if it's an inlet or not. One is that inlets are remain a source of strength and renewal even long after the experience is gone. Number two, an inlet encourages us to grow, reflect, and be healthy, not just move us away from reality. Number three, an inlet increases the gratitude we feel for others and the world as opposed to feeling just more detached or disdain. And four, an inlet helps us not only embrace the inevitable struggles that we have, but even transcend what I cannot change. So why are inlets again so important? Well, here's just a little piece of something to consider, and we'll continue this conversation later on. Research has found that although we have this idea that a catharsis, i.e. blowing off steam, is really not only necessary, but good for us, the reality is that research doesn't actually support that. In fact, I hate to say this, but the idea of a catharsis is actually a lie. Instead of relieving and decreasing the tension and stress that we feel, it actually often serves to do the opposite. So instead of calming us over time, it actually increases our dysregulation. Instead of reducing our anger over time, it actually can increase our anger. So if we dive into something that feels like the catharsis, again, I'm not saying that we should never do that and that all catharsis, if that's even a word, are bad. But what I am saying is that the promise that a catharsis will make us a better person or bring us closer to the design that God has for us, unfortunately appears to be a false promise. So whatever that catharsis is, maybe diving into a video game or whatever it is, just consider that although it's something you might have been doing, maybe it's not taking you to the place that you really want to go. Because at the end of the day, if we are going to be a people of peace, purpose, and progress, we really must develop and sustain our inlets. In many ways, we can look at these inlets as active prayers. St. Francis once said, pray without ceasing, but only use words when necessary. And in that idea, I would argue that few of us are reciting prayers day in and day out, and I'm not even sure that's really what we would be called to do. But rather, what if our life, what if either, even the ways that we seek out renewal and entertainment, what if they were a living prayer? What if they were active prayers all for the purpose of drawing closer to God, all for the purpose of allowing God to create through his grace who we're called to be. Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be just wonderful? So what are your inlets? What are they? Have you thought about this before? What are those sources of strength and renewal and the sources of ways to kind of reflect? I mean, they might be carpentry. They might be volunteering. Maybe they're dancing or running or birding, or hiking. Whatever they are, and if you've never thought about this, whatever you seek out to be, 
Consider they're all gifts from God designed to increase our love and our peace. Isn't it remarkable that God designed a world where there is an infinite number of ways that we can seek him through the beauty that surrounds us? You don't have to be on Isle Royale to find that beauty. You don't have to be far away from your home to seek out those inlets. Every day of your life, there are possibilities lying around you. The question is, are we really pursuing them? Hope you all have a great, great week, and I look so much forward to being back with you next time. This is Jim Schrader. Be holy, be whole.